Ladies and gentlemen, that is a face. And this, and, and this thing made a left turn in the low crawl position and went right back into the tree line. It was a, a it was, I mean, it was loud. Hey, Joe, they're here. I swear to God, I just saw one. Hey, happy Tuesday, everybody. This is Captain Joe, along with Johnny Two Bears from the Sasquatch Encounter Brigade. Uh, it is uh, February uh, 13th, uh, day before day, uh, Valentine's Day. But anyways, um, kind of an exciting show just because uh, uh, Johnny and the team uh, made a return trip, first outing back to the happy place. And um, those of you who've been following along, you know, this is where uh, Johnny, Scott DePoris, and myself had an encounter with what we call a juvenile uh, Bigfoot, as well as, you know, we found some really, really uh, interesting finds out there, a couple nest sites, uh, we call them nest sites, and uh, um, anyways, uh, Johnny, good to see you. You too, man. How's everything been going? Good, good, good. Uh, been busy, uh, huh? <clears throat> as yeah. always. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, you know, uh, however, you know what? It's a good uh, thing you're not on my bowling team. I mean, I don't have a bowling thing, team, but it's a good thing you're not on it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You'd never be there. <laughs> yeah, so uh, literally you guys are at the happy place, which is, you know, less than an hour from my house. And uh, yet um, I was in North Carolina uh, yeah. while, while you guys are out there trouncing around and, and – uh, um, but anyways, man, uh, tell everyone, you know, who all went out there with you and, uh, you know, uh, you know, what went down? Yeah. Well, uh, first of all, that's one of the hardest parts of doing a group research project is getting everyone's off time lined up. You know, I don't have normal off days like normal people, you know, mine come in the middle of the week. So yeah. like several months ago, I put in for, you know three days off to even get that weekend. So that's not your fault. Um, but luckily enough, we got a pretty much a full house. Uh, Happy Harris, obviously he met and, and guess what, man? Happy spent the night out there. That's pretty good. That's his first is, time. Yeah. That's his first time spending the night out there, you know, and I didn't think, uh, wow. You know, I mean, that's a big step for, yeah, for what happened for to him, him you know, yeah. so uh, that was really good, you know, bit by bit, piece by piece. Uh, he's come not only come to terms with what's going on and what happened to him, but uh, really been a valuable asset when it comes to, you know, just like uh, he brought. So it was me, my son, Happy, um, Lloyd, Urich, which everybody knows Lloyd uh, and Hank Rosser. And also one of Happy's buddies that he grew up with. Uh, his name's Brian Hatch. Um, I think they've known each other since either 
I don't know if it was elementary school, but at least middle school. And they have been buddies. Uh, Happy told him about everything that happened to him out there and everything he found and all that. And Brian, um, he knows Happy well enough to know that he's not lying to him, but he's also a skeptic. But he yeah. was also open-minded, which is, you know, that's all you can ask from somebody. That's true. But uh, I really enjoyed meeting him. He's a really cool guy, a lot of experience um, hunting and uh, does a lot of hiking, did the Appalachian Trail, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. And uh, we'll get to it in a minute. But he had an experience out there, we think. We'll, uh, but I'll go over that. But we had a uh, – now, I already did a video – I released a video yesterday of everything from out there, right? All the video we took and everything we found. But uh, and and your I don't want to talk. Huh? Yeah. yeah, and the audio. Uh, well, I'll go ahead and start with that. Whenever me, me and Hank got there around the same time, like five minutes apart. Me, and Hank, and my son. Your son. So, uh, so your son. Um, does he is does he go by uh, first bear, second bear? Or <laughs> a little bear. <laughs> I mean, is he first? Uh, <laughs> no, his name's Jackson. Oh, man. That, yeah, I mean, he it's, had neat, a... it's neat that he was out there. And I know oh, yeah. watching some of your videos, um, especially around your AO, your home, he has been out, you know, in the creek out there with you, right? So, mm -hmm. he, and, and you, yeah. you've discussed having these conversations about Bigfoot with him. Yeah. And, uh, so I'm sure he was excited to be there and, and, you know, participate in this. Right. So, yeah, he, uh, I wanted him, you know, it was several years of activity around my own property mm -hmm. and that I didn't tell them exactly what was going on. Yeah. And I didn't want to tell them, even after I had my initial sighting of the full body silhouette one, I still held off telling them exactly what was going on out here. But the day that I came home from when you, me, and uh, uh, Scott had our two sightings, mm -hmm. I pretty much got everybody together in the kitchen and said, hey, look, this is what's going on. It's Fair. no longer a, this isn't a game. This isn't a if. These things are real. 100% I've seen them. And yep, that's yep. what's been going on out here. And I explained it all to him. And he's been super... Uh, very interested in it, you know. Um, so I wanted to take him out there with me. And uh, that, I just wanted, I think it's important for, you know, young boys to hang out with grown men in the woods, you know, yep. see how yep. men interact and what they do and conversations. And he was, yep. you know, he's only 12, but, you know, he was in the conversations and everything else. So good. It, was a, it was a good trip for him. But right away when we got there, now I've got the whiteboard behind me. Everybody knows I like my whiteboard. Um, like I explained in the video, this whole property has this massive pipeline that runs down the middle of it with a big creek. And we have found stuff all over the property, but we're cut. We used to, you know how we used to camp. We used to come in up here. There's a road up here at the top. And we used to come in here and camp right here. Yep. Well, that is, uh, we can't get to that anymore. They sold that part of that property to the uh i think it's a farmer of some sort dairy farmer i don't know who it is anyway he sold that so we have to come in down at the bottom side well this is a deer stand right here 
and we pull in and we get out, uh, kind of waiting on happy, kind of looking around where we're going to camp and everything. Yeah. Well, already in this corner of the woods, <clears throat> we're hearing, uh, we're hearing animals alert, like birds and squirrels, you know, like, uh, and it was too far away from us for it to be us. And then Hank heard uh, something moving around over there. And then I heard something moving around over there. And there was one point to where I was, I had set up the thermals looking. Uh, I had one of the deer stand going this way. Okay. One going out this way and one going this direction. But we're paying attention to over here. So I'm filming over here. At one point, I caught a glimpse of what I thought was something black and I turned around and I couldn't find it. And I told Hank, I was like, man, now full disclosure, my eyes have gotten pretty bad over the past two years. I'm going to have to go get glasses. So I, I was like, dude, Hank, is there anything over there black? And he's like, no, not now. But he thought he caught something black over there before. Okay. So now it's a little bit of, everything going on and we're like all right well maybe they're here so all we can do is film and pay attention well we decided to walk down my son and i walked down to the creek and that creek is full like you know that part of the creek because of the pipeline that's like maybe six seven feet deep is how deep that creek is you know well it was about a foot from the surface so it was filled up wow so we're like, all right, we got to find a place to cross. So we found a dead coyote down here, uh, coyote bones or a dog, one of the two. And we walked back up to the uh, deer stand where Hank was. <clears throat> and he's like, hey, man, when, when you and your son got down to the creek, I heard a whistle. I'm like, all right, good to go. I had a re audio recorder set up. And I had it set up right here in the tree. Like right, right in, just like a foot inside the wood line. So I went through and it's about a 30 minute long recording. I stopped it, uh, went through it. And sure enough, there is a vocal in there. I didn't hear a whistle, but it's a vocal. Uh, and it's like a, oh, it's pretty much all it is. But it's a definite vocal. Now, we get home later on and I go through it. And there's actually two vocals. There's one that happens when I'm here. And then one that happens when we get back here. And I 100% believe they are vocals. It sounds, I, I play the, the vocals we got on the very first night when we were out there. Remember the, uh, uh, uh. Well, it kind of sounds like the same tone. And uh, there was also, while I'm sitting there talking, I hear another break. And that was also picked up on the recorder. And they're really something super weird about, I don't know what's going on with these audios. And uh, I explained that in the video and everything too. But there's something I left out in that whole recording while we're there. It's picking up a noise. It's, it sounds like an old video camera. It's going click, 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 click. For whatever reason, there's nothing there to be making that sound. But only, you know, I recorded the whole time we were out there. And only in that one spot, while those vocals were going on, during that time, it's making that click, 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 click. I don't know what that is. 
And you also had the fact that Hank heard a whistle, but the auto recorder didn't pick up a whistle. It picked up an actual vocal. And we've had this kind of stuff happen over and over again, like the night of the, that very first night, there's two howls, obvious howls. And we kind of debated on whether they were canine or not. We didn't know. But then the, uh, after those howls, there's the, uh, 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 well, we didn't hear that in person. And they're so, they're super obvious on the recording. And there's been other times, actually, during that same night, there is a popping noise. There's a over and over again. Now, we didn't hear a popping noise the whole time we were out there. I've also had that happen on my own property where I take, I record another vocal, and then there's a popping embedded in that vocal. So something, I don't know what it is. Um, it's a little weird. Do you, do you think uh, that that ticking noise could have been like some rocks clacking? No, it sound it literally sounds like an old uh, video recorder, like oh. a film recorder, okay. like or like a film projector. That's what it sounds like. Okay. And there's nothing around there that's making that noise, you know. So it's like some kind of weird interference. I don't know what that's all about. Okay. But. Uh, Anyway, it's cool that we got the vocals. So we pretty much, I think they were right there. I think they were right there in that tree line. Uh, you know, within the first, I don't even know. I didn't time it, but like maybe within the first 30 to 45 minutes, you know, there was already, we were already hearing stuff and we already got that vote, you know, both vocals. So that was promising. Um, <clears throat> we got pretty excited about that. Yeah. But, uh, when everybody else got there, me and Hank and my son, we crossed that major creek. And, you know, on the one side over here is where we had found all the bones before. Uh, a whole, you know, several coyote, deer, and pig, the main three that are out there. But we found a high concentration of those bones right here in this corner in this wet area near the creek over the past two years. Well, there weren't bones out there anymore. But when we got across to the other side of the pipeline, we went in probably about right in here uh, where there's a like a pine thicket right on the side of the pipeline. And you'll see in the videos, dude, there were bones everywhere. Just there was deer. Uh, and, you know, it was super close to the coyote just across the creek pretty much. So tons of bones in that one area. Now, it's not abnormal at all to find bones all over this property because there is a ton of wildlife out there. But what yeah, is weird. Well, and imagine the, the landowner does, you know, quite a few trips out there hunting, right? So, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's there's people out there that coyote hunt, pig hunt, and everything else. But they're not shooting deer and pig and coyote and then stacking them all in that one spot. You know, yeah. usually when they... You know, you take something with you or else you leave it. It's not going to all wind up in the same spot, you know. Yep. Plus, it's it's very hard to get to right there. You know, you got to cross that creek and everything. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> but it's mirrored. You know, it all used to be on this side. Now it's like mirror image. Now it's over here on the other side. And that's actually, you know, where we were hearing the vocals from, where we recorded the vocals from. 
So that's always, uh, it's pretty astounding how compact all the evidence and activity is, you know, it's right there in this real small area. And we've been all around that property. Yeah. But the mass majority of the evidence is all in one spot. And then we found. Were you you able to cross the creek and go back to that uh, area where we found the nests? Yeah. Yeah. I actually took, that's what we did. We actually found the bones Uh on the way back from walking that whole area. Cause I wanted, I wanted to show my son where the sightings happened. Yeah. Uh, And I also, you know, we looked for new nests to see if there was any out there. We didn't find any, but, uh, so we walked that whole area. We even went back to where, you know, we were starting the little gifting area thing. There was nothing new. Uh, pretty much everything. We had left some whistles hanging off the trees. Um, none of that had been moved. Nothing had been left. But, you know, it's been since last summer since we've been out there, since I've been out there. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's not, that's nothing weird. You know, we didn't leave anything this time either. But uh, we did, we found another, we found a hole with what looked like a digging stick. Uh, there's no way to prove that, but that's kind of what it looked like. Like something was using this like L-shaped stick to dig in this hole, you know. Um, but we found some other, The Brian, that Brian guy, he found actually what looks like two different tracks. One, on the second day when we were over by the creek, there looks there was a spot that looked like one stepped right on the bank, like where right where the creek is. But unfortunately, it's in the water, uh-huh. so you can't really. There's no way to know 100. percent But it was the interesting part about it was there was what looked like a print, and then there were several deer tracks right there also. So I don't know if something was following the deer or whatever. But Brian continued on looking for other tracks. I don't believe he found any more. Um, but then he also found an area back in this field that they all hunted on. And uh, he found what looked like sticks that were broke when something stepped down and then left a big track in that dirt back there. You know, I wasn't back there to see it. He took pictures. I added those pictures to the video from everything we found. But that was pretty interesting. But the probably the craziest thing, um, you know, visually that we found was the amount of things that look like structures now. Mm. Um, the and I've always, you know, I've always talked about how I'm not super big into structures. I'm not super big into markers. There's a lot of people that think these things 100% make structures. Well. I just don't know anybody who's watched one being made by a Sasquatch, you know, so it's uh, it's speculation, but there's enough out there for me to pay attention. Well, in this one area, you know, we've been all over this one side where we had the sidings and the beds and there's nothing over there that looks like structures. But on the other side, uh, I think one or, or no, two different times. We have found things that look like markers or structures. They look like the asterisks where everything's crisscrossed together, you know? Yep. 
And one of those that had the uh, <clears throat> the 10 point deer skull underneath it. That's the same day of the sighting. Well, in this area now, there's like, I think we found three or four. And one of them, there's just stuff pulled all towards the middle of this one area. And it's obviously something's bedding right now, right there. It very well could be deer that's using that to bed down in. But out of all the things that I've seen that look like they could possibly be made, that was pretty impressive. I mean, it looks some of the stuff that's weaved together and holding things together and everything. I mean, it's uh, it's also odd to me that there's none on the other side, like both sides of the you got this pipeline here and then you got a pine thicket on one side and a yep. pine thicket on the other side and yep. both have wet areas in them. And this side we've always found structures in, but on this side we have not found one thing that looks like a structure. Hmm. So, uh, you know, that was, it's pretty interesting. I have to say, you know, I'm going, I'm hoping to go back within the next Maybe a week or two, I'm going to take a day trip by myself. Um, I want to be able to use that new parabolic I got yeah. at night. But I also want to take a lot more time looking and going through the structures and seeing if there is any patterns. If I can find something that says, yeah, 100%, I think that this is made. Because there was so much there that, I mean, I could I could spend two hours looking through everything probably. Yeah. So that's what I think I'm going to do next time. And, uh, you know, I look forward to doing that. But the probably the cherry on top. So we're hog hunting at night. And there's <clears throat> now, again, this is all in the video that I already put up, but I'll go through it real quick. The, you know, the property owner told us. Obviously, he's giving us permission to go out there. He specifically said, shoot as many hogs as you can. Um, I wasn't big on the idea of hog hunting. Yeah. But, the, you know, because we're doing research. But then I was like, you know what? If we shoot the if we shoot hogs and leave them, then if nothing else, maybe. They'll, you know, enjoy having us come back, <laughs> you know, because we're kind of feeding them. Yeah. So. Uh, we all brought our guns and we all decided to go hog hunting. Well, you've seen this field before. Yeah. But it's a big field and it's got an island of trees over here. And we all went out uh, Saturday night. And the guy, Brian, he lined up here. Um, I think Lloyd was here and Happy was here. Me and my son were behind them, and then we wound up going back to camp. But Brian, he's got a thermal rifle scope. And they all walked out there together. They all got in line. Uh, they dropped Brian off, and then Lloyd and Hank went to his left. And right, I believe right after Brian got settled, he saw something in his thermal that looked like a human. Uh, the top, basically the top half of a human, and it was across the field over here. Mm. Now, basically what happened is when they got done, 
and they all came back, he kind of mentioned it. But it was late. Um, we all went to bed, blah, blah, blah. We get up the next day, and he, and he mentioned it again. And he was trying to work out with Hank and Lloyd exactly where they were at. Because what he thought happened was that, oh, crap, uh, Hank or Lloyd, they're not in the right spot. They're not. I, I either misunderstood them or uh, somebody screwed up. He said yeah. he put the scope on them. He's looking through the thermal scope. Got a really good look. He said there was, uh, you know, it's the full body. Uh, and he kept saying man. We're like, well, how do you know it's a man? He's like, because of the size of it the size of a large man. And, uh, but he said there was no backpack. There was no headlamp, no hat, no guns, no nothing. And it's just standing in the woods. I don't know how far away that is. I'll have to measure that. I want to say it was, I don't know, maybe 200 yards, 150 yards, something like that. But he said, that's what his initial thought was, was, Hey, these guys are out of spot, out of place. Now he doesn't, He's not a Sasquatch researcher, number one. Um, so he's not real concerned with recording everything. He said that, and I didn't want to be pointing my rifle at whoever this was. Yeah. So basically, he's he was just super confused. Like how, once he figured out that, wait a second, Hank and Lloyd, they were all to my left, and there's no way it could be them. And it definitely wasn't me. I was in the complete opposite direction. Um, but yeah, that's what he said. He saw a upright, full body man through the thermal and thought, thought it was one of us. And the interesting thing about it is about 150 yards behind where he saw that thing, that's where we had our sighting. Yeah, I was going to say that's all woods back there. It goes to that creek, the, the bit, yeah. you know, the, the, the creek, which is not easily. Uh, traversable, <laughs> you know. Oh, uh, no, it yeah. is a once you try to get everything on, like, there's some woods here, and then there's a creek. Well, yeah. everything on this side of the creek that's fine, yeah. But once you try to cross all these woods between yeah. uh, the creek and that field, dude, it's a pain in the butt. Oh, well, you and me. Yeah, I've tried going there. Uh, well, even, me and even, Hank. Yeah, even the creek itself, you know, is pretty wide, pretty deep. Mm -hmm. Number you try to cross it that first time we were out there and got yeah, wet. When I fell in. So I mean, <laughs> so there's no one, no farmer, that's going to park a half mile on the other side of the creek, cross the power line, come through all those woods. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, that would be out of the entire property yeah. that that stretch of wood would be yeah. the worst spot to not only get to, but just, uh, yeah. just an absolute pain in the ass, you know? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we can't, we don't know exactly. We'll never know exactly what yeah. he saw, but he yeah. was very, he was confident that it was a man sized upright, you know? Yeah. And to be honest with you, I kind of, the first night I kind of blew it off, like, cause he didn't seem sure. And then uh, Lloyd said, or yeah, I think it was Lloyd said something where, you know, when he was looking, he saw a deer 
and he thought it kind of looked human and then it stood up and he was like okay well it's just a deer well it wasn't like that you know he was very if nothing else he was very sure that it was a man of some type over there based wow. on what he could see on the thermal scope so uh well knowing what i know of that area and you know where that fuel is the wood line the creek and that location where we saw the juvenile you know that little pocket right there seems to be mm -hmm. you, you number number that big bamboo grove all, all that right there right there next to the creek yeah like you just said that's a big bamboo grove and if tactically if i was going to pick an area to set up i mean dude it's perfect if you set up in this area right here yeah. you have you can see everything coming from just about yep. all this direction you've got an open field yep then you've got bamboo behind you and then you've got a creek that's extremely hard to cross i mean this area right here would be perfect to hang out in if you're you know, trying to stay away from people or whatever. Yeah, especially but, this uh, time, like this time of year. You know, bamboo is still thriving; it's growing. It doesn't drop leaves like everything else out there, right? Right. And, uh, um, you know, the, the, you know th those areas of like heavy, dense bamboo grows. Also, you know, it's a good thermal warmth area just because it, again, you know, it. I mean, it, it, it retains heat in those areas. You're not no. open and exposed. So, I mean, yeah, man, it, it, just just for this this guy, Brian, to see something like that, right? And it concerned him enough that, you know, he didn't want to point a rifle at it because, right. you know, um, you know out of sheer, you know, obviously safety. But yet, you know, you and I know what that terrain is back there that, Dude, it's yeah. not it's not some nosy farmer from a mile down the road. It's like, man, what are these guys doing out there? <laughs> right. No, no. <laughs> no, if it was I'm uh gonna I'm, I'm gonna go dude, on if that was uh yeah. <laughs> there would be no reason. I mean, even if you wanted to hunt from there, yeah. Uh I mean you still got quite a walk from the Yeah. I mean, it's just a really bad spot to try yeah. to get to. Plus, it's not impossible. You know. you know, plus it's someone else's property, right? Right. Most most bubba's, if they're gonna drive the roads and 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 you know hunt and shoot, you know they're gonna come down that dirt road, right? Where they were posted up originally. Right. Yeah. You know you're not gonna go through that that hard stuff back there, man. And no, that, that would be one of the the worst. And plus, you got even if you're gonna hunt this field, yeah, you still got all this over here. If you wanted yeah. to trespass or do whatever, I mean, that yeah. side's closest to the road, you know? Yeah. So uh, if this was another property, if this was just somewhere out, somewhere else randomly, mm -hmm. you know, I'd be a little more skeptical. Yeah. That maybe he made a, a mistake yeah. in identifying something. But I mean, this, we know what's out there. Uh, we know <clears throat> it's crazy to me that within, you know, the first 30 to 45 minutes, they were already on us, you know, uh, 100%, I believe. And we were, you know, we were getting the, the noises of them creeping around and everything. Now, we didn't hear the vocals ourselves. 
They were just mm-hmm. recorded. Yeah. But to me, those are definite vocals. You know, there's no there's no other animal that makes these noises. Yeah. Um, now you you guys spent the night, right? Yeah, we spent uh, Friday night and Saturday night. Out there. Any anything happen? You know, while you guys are sleeping no. or no, nothing. Um, I still have hours upon hours upon hours of thermal video to go through because yeah. the whole time we were out there, um, I had thermals out recording. Mm-hmm. Um, so who knows? I had one uh, the last night we were there. I had one pointed directly at our camp, all the vehicles. I think probably there was too many of us, you know, because there was only me and Hank. And then my son at the beginning, when they were actually, it seems like they got close. Mm-hmm. But then you get, you know, five adult men out there and a kid. Uh, I imagine it probably, probably, you know, decreases your chance of getting something to happen. Not to yeah, say it that, wouldn't, you know, because people report yeah, big groups know, all the time have activity. But yeah, you know, and, and, and if you're, you're, all walk around carrying rifles. They know what those right. are. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but yeah. they don't, you know, they still don't seem, they still don't seem concerned and enough about, because like every time happy's out there, he's, he's lugging around a shotgun 90% of the time. Yeah. Uh, I'm armed. Uh, I was armed the day that we had that sighting, you know, the two sightings, they didn't care. Yeah. So I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know, man. It's just, uh, and it's not always necessarily about just the Sasquatch research too. You know, we're all friends. So, yep. you know, getting together like that, that's to me is just as important as the research itself. And you can't really control what will happen and what won't happen or what, yeah. you know, and you got another guy like Brian, you bring bring him out there and say, "Hey, there's all these hogs." Uh, and he's a hunter. He wants to shoot hogs. You know, I'm not I'm not going to be like, "No, dude, there's a bunch of hogs out here, but we're not. We're doing Sasquatch research." <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, but I still think it worked out really good. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm curious. Um, you know, we've had here in this this part of Georgia, we've had two solid days of a lot of rain. You know, I know the some creeks and, and all that around my neighborhood here and, and around town, um, pretty high, you know, yesterday yeah. I was, I was driving home and, you know, there's always, you know, two creeks where they come together and man, it was, it was filled up and knowing that area out there and how those creeks run, I said, ah, man, I imagine, you know, they, they got a good, a good washing. Maybe it was enough mm-hmm. to, soften up the ground and raise some uh raise some tracks that way when you return out there maybe you might catch that you know you find something fresh right so yeah yeah it is uh and hank brought that up too he was like dude uh they live here and we're not finding many tracks like yeah i mean that's it's been like that the whole time we have found what we we what we consider tracks but it's just evidence of movement. You're not talking about nice, uh, castable tracks. You know, that I think they do that intentionally. You know, we know that they were out there. You know, we know that they lived there. 
and it's just a matter of luck, I guess, that you can't search the entire property, you know, mm -hmm. every square foot. So uh, we found a bunch of things that look like tracks or evidence of movement from a large bipedal creature, but they're just not castable. You know, they're not pretty tracks. Yeah. So, but hopefully we'll get, we'll get lucky one day because I would love to get a good track uh, from out there. It's probably possible, but yeah, you know, so, I've always been since, since our sighting, I've been scared that things would change because they know that we know now, you know, and yeah. it's super obvious. Well, yeah. obviously yeah. it has not changed. They are still yeah. there. So that's, that was a relief to me, you know, just yeah. realizing that and then seeing continual evidence of them leave, living there. It's like they changed their kitchen around. They quit using one side of the creek. And now they're using the other, you know, so yeah, good well, stuff, they, man. You know, there was some timber work that went on out there last year, yep. you know, some, some clearing and then obviously, uh, you know, um, some, some bulldozer work to clear some shooting lanes, you know, that's mm -hmm. kind of changed things up. But still that, that area where we saw, where you and I saw that juvenile and he was, you know, and he, and his back was up against that Creek. And we know that other side is kind of like that, uh, no man's land. Cause it's, it's hard to get to. It's, it's thick. Most mm -hmm. of the mature, mature, uh, hardwood trees were back there. And, I suspect because you know what, it's hard to get equipment back there, you know, mm -hmm. um, that makes a good little pocket, but hell getting back there, is just hard. I mean, you, right. you know, you, you gotta, you know, just tell yourself, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get wet and I'm, you know, and it's going to suck crawling through there, you know, um, um, it, it well, makes the me last think time that, that time you and I were there, remember we, we heard something. Like like something oh, yeah. hit the ground and it ran. We we were coming from this direction and yeah. something ran. Yeah, it ran like maybe fifteen yards. Yeah, it was obvious it was hitting the the bamboo and then oh, yeah. just dead stop. Yeah, and then nothing. You know. Yeah, I mean, if it was a hog or something, you would think that you'd hear it busting out. Yep, you would hear it bust out, or eventually after. I mean, I, it took me a couple of minutes, but I threw logs, try to throw logs over the creek to make like a, a, you know, a little bridge. And then that broke and I fell in yeah. and I got out and I got to the other side. And then I went into that bamboo thicket and nothing happened. There was no movement. You know, you would think that that, and we were, I was recording the whole time. Yeah. So, uh, I think that's where they're at, man. I think that's a really, uh, out of that entire property. I mean, there's hunt even, you know, that, that property it's around, I'm just going to say around 300 acres, but that's not the only property out there. There is yeah. thousands of acres of, you know, farmland and woods out there that they could go to if they wanted to, but for yeah. whatever reason, they decided they liked that spot, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so yeah, that's amazing. So you got, so obviously you, you come home, you got a new toy in the mail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, yeah so that's this, what I was. Ex so th this is the uh, the uh, um, Robert Cr 
Riders parabolic, uh, the um, e eavesdropper 2000, or yeah, man, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a parabolic microphone, and uh, dude, I ordered it over three weeks before we left, yeah, and just my luck, it got here. I think it, I think it literally got here the day I left like several yeah. hours after I left. Well, <laughs> so I missed it by one day. Well, I, I know when you post a little video that, it, you know, there's a few comments from some folks that tune in and watch it. You know, they're, they're waiting for a product review or you going over it, man. And, and, and I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm curious as well, you know, uh, I mean, shoot, if um, you're going to be down at, at the area um, for an afternoon, evening or something like that maybe out there, uh, drive down there, go, go meet you. Well, we, uh, I'll be curious to see how that works. It not, now, is this something that you can post up like on a tripod with a, with an extra external power source and your recorder and this thing can run for hours or yeah. what? Actually, okay. hold, hold on one second. Uh oh, hopefully Johnny's going to get the eavesdropper 2000. Um, I don't know. I'm, Mr. Kreider, uh, hopefully uh, um, Johnny will be able to say exactly what it is. You know, he's he's excited for it. Um, I'm excited for him to be able to um, add this to his toolkit. You know, you know, for when he goes out in the woods. Um, and again, you know, um, uh, knowing Johnny now for a few years, it, it, it's great to see um him build up his you, you know his uh tools oh, there it is man so all right okay you got the eavesdropper 2000 eavesdropper 2000 yeah yeah well actually tell people what what it actually is called um <clears throat> i would have to get the manual it's called like the xp Okay. All right, hold on one second. I wasn't prepared to do all this. No, no, you don't but, have to go over it. So, um, it's the maybe it's on the back of it. It's the KXPD3. KXPD3. Okay. Yeah. Now I got tape on it because it's got a little blue light when you turn it on. Yeah. But I taped that over. Uh, now this bar that you see right here. Yeah. It actually comes with it and you can mount. I've got this mounted on it right now, the recorder. Okay. That's a zoom. But zoom like in. I could mount a camera. <clears throat> okay. But you could mount a camera or anything you wanted on top of it. Um, yeah. So that's pretty good. I don't have anything. I can't say right now. I've used it. Um, but unfortunately, you know, I don't live. I don't live out in the middle of nowhere. I live in a, a rural area. I still have, mm -hmm. you know, there's a major road about half a mile or no, probably about three quarters of a mile behind me. Um, yeah. Got a neighborhood over there. Uh, and then it all backs up to the management area. So I get a lot of noise from different things, you know, but the later in the night it gets, the better. Um, 
So in order to properly test it, now I've heard, I think uh, one guy talk about um, being in the mountains and hearing conversation up to like three miles away or something crazy like that. Um, in order for me to really say, hey, this is how well this thing works, it's got to be a controlled environment. That's why yeah. I said out at Wayland's. You know, I could, I can literally set up my, like my vehicle on one side of his property mm -hmm. and walk a thousand yards the other direction and point this thing right at it. And I can say, Hey, I can hear my radio at a thousand yards or I can hear my radio at 500 yards. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So I, I don't want to. I, I think you need to get Mrs. Two Bears and you to go out to the management area, that long road, straightaway where yeah. give her a chem life and tell her keep walking and just record yeah. how long you can hear her cussing at you. <laughs> yeah. You can't hear it yeah. no more. All right, how far? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, that, that looks but, like a high-tech uh, high piece. Of I, I can tell you this. It definitely works better than, and I'm not, I'm not trying to beat around the bush. It's a good parabolic. Yeah, but I I I haven't been able to figure out how good yet because uh, I'm not using it in a controlled environment yet. Yeah, but like the settings, like the microphone itself, mm -hmm. it's got this uh, connection point where I think it's a two percent or a two degree focus. Okay, so it's basically very narrow. You you it's oh. super narrow. And you point it in, at one specific spot, and that's supposed to increase the distance. Well, when you move the microphone to this point right here, you're mm -hmm. supposed to hear more all-around noise. Okay. Um, I've been using it a lot on this position right here, the back position, so I can get it more narrow focus. Now, the one thing I did notice the other night is I was hearing what I think was an armadillo that my dog was not here. Usually when there's an armadillo messing around back there, my dog goes nuts. Okay. Um, but I could hear it moving around and my dog couldn't. Um, yeah. I could hear it also, I believe in this position too, um, it's supposed to allow you to cancel out a lot of the noise. Like you're not going to get so much background. Now I could, I noticed that when I was standing in my driveway and I was, pointing it behind the house it had been raining so there's mm -hmm. water coming down the gutter and dripping well when i would get it closer to the gutter i could really hear the drip 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 but as i moved it away i did not hear it that much okay. so that showed me that it, the uh it being you know a focused two percent whatever you know that seems to be working yeah. But I want to give it a fair assessment. So far, it's great. I mean, I can really hear. I mean, I can hear good, but I can't give you a distance because there's just yeah. too much crap out here. You know? Yeah, that's going to be interesting. I am hoping. Yeah, you can be able to mount, mount that up on a tripod or something, point it over in the down the power yeah. line. Or the, I've um, actually what? got a, it's got the hole in the bottom for, uh, you know, your tripod mount or whatever. Yeah. Uh, or your screw, what I'll be able to do is I have got a, a remote control bipod. It's uh, wireless where I can 
you know, I mount it on my tripod that I'm using now. Actually, yeah. and it'll move it up, down, left, and right, back and forth. Okay, so cool. my plan is to mount it on there, sit out in the middle of the field, and just point it all over the place. You know, hopefully do some testing on distance. Yeah, uh, stuff like that. So far, I could say it's it's way better than the you know forty fifty dollar ones you buy. Um, so, but it better be because it's almost seven hundred dollars. So, mm. <clears throat> but I think it's probably going to be worth it. You know what I'm saying? I think it really is uh, yeah. going to be a good tool to use. That's Mass majority good. of people that have already bought them from Robert. Uh -huh. um, I've seen nothing but uh, pretty much good reviews. Yeah, he's got his own group now for people who have bought this from him and everything. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have I have high hopes for it. Let's put it that way, for sure. That's, that's good, you know. I mean, it costs about as much as an arm or a leg, but not both. So, <laughs> you would know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Man, yeah, dude, so I'm excited to, to get it out there. Yeah, that's great. I mean, piece of tool. Man, I mean, another uh, you know tool out of your arsenal. Um, you know, obviously, you and I we've talked within our group. Uh, kind of slow uh, there around the two bears AO. I guess the. Um, oh yeah, dude! It's been a couple months. You know, yeah, I had a growl. Yeah, the holidays have been a little slow around there. You know, they must not like. Yeah. Must, must, you must not have got them uh, something good for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, you know what? I mean, so they were building a house not too far. I mean, away, well, I said not too far. Still, it's still a ways. Has someone moved in there yet? The house? Um, near you or? It's actually, it wouldn't have changed anything that's going on here. They've been building that for a while. It's actually technically in front of me. Okay. So it's nowhere near the back. I mean, um, but like someone move in and all of a sudden, you know, the, it's just, like, no, they've yeah. been here. They, they had been here when all the activity was going on. Um, I don't know, dude, cause it got, the activity was getting nuts. I mean, yeah. I was getting, they were, they were getting close, you know, and it was several nights in a row, you know? Yeah. So, but I did take a video back there, maybe, I don't know. Actually, it hadn't been that long ago. I think it was at the very end of deer season. Mm -hmm. I was walking back behind my property and there was a dude back there hunting on the other property back there. Mm. So maybe that's affected it. You know, maybe I don't know how many people were hunting back there. Um, mm. I don't know how often he was hunting. Yeah. But uh, that could definitely have something to do with it. There has been this isn't abnormal, though. Yeah, what yeah. was abnormal was the crazy amount of activity that I was getting. That was abnormal. Well, yeah, because it, uh, it was actually inside inside your yard. <laughs> yeah, on. I mean, this, it was getting uh, – and it's crazy, too, because the last couple nights that I had activity, I got some of the best vocals I've ever recorded, mm -hmm. like the ones that sounds like a kid running through my woods. Um, got one that sounds like a freaking – like the Tasmanian devil. Yeah. Um, I think there was three nights in a row that I got really good audio and then it's just, that was it, you know, it's yeah. over with. So yeah. Um, anything you know, from, uh, from the family? Um, Cause obviously sometimes you're, you know, when you're not around, have they noticed anything or brought up anything to you? No, no. The only weird, oh, the only other weird thing 
that happened here was which actually would suggest the opposite that they were still here was for a whole month we weren't getting eggs and uh i don't know if this is coincidence or not but for a whole month we weren't getting eggs i had that growl back here that i didn't record because i didn't have the camera back here so i moved the camera and when i moved it I've got it pointed towards the chicken coop. Well, the next day we get our first egg in a month. Mm. But then I'm like, but it was also warmer that day. I'm like, well, maybe it was just, they weren't laying because of the cold. Right. Yeah. So it got warmer. So maybe now it started again. And, uh, I've can, we've continually gotten eggs every single day since I moved that camera. So I don't know. I don't yeah. know if they were taking my eggs or it just uh, I don't know if they're here and not interacting or they're gone or what's going on. All I know yeah. is I hadn't had activity in probably almost three months now, except for that one growl. Uh, and it was about like the growl that I recorded several years ago. Hmm. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on. All I know. I'll be ready whenever it does start again, maybe spring, get some more leaves on the trees. I think that's probably. Yeah. Cause that was the biggest difference is when I was back there, the leaves and stuff were falling, mm -hmm. but they weren't all gone. It wasn't done yet. There was still yeah. quite a bit of leaves and stuff on the trees. And yeah. then, so I don't know, you know, I could speculate all day long, but like I said, in the past, there's been several months you know, before that I, I haven't had activity. So now usually it's been in the summer. Uh, winter time's always been pretty active around here. So I don't know. I don't know what happened. Maybe I ticked them off. You know, I hope not. Yeah. So yeah. we'll just have to see. Yep. Well, man, it's great. Great to uh, catch up and hear, um, you know, you and the group's uh, trip out to the happy place. Um, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, you know, you'll make a few more trips out there this year. Oh yeah. Um, hopefully. Yeah, we all need to do a group trip out there before it gets too hot, man. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, you know, ho hopefully uh, here in the spring we'll be able to get out there and, uh, you know, hope, you know, catch catch something good. You know, that's gonna be an important yeah. piece right there. So, but yeah, man. You know, we're almost up to an hour here. You yeah. know, John, always great to uh hear everything that's going on um you know obviously folks uh have been tuning in um you know and, and again if, if if you know of anyone uh that has had any encounters or sightings or, you know uh, you know they want to reach out and and talk to us you know we, we've been fairly open about uh you know talking to almost anyone um and and still amazes me the story from the the ladies ladies that we had on the last show right uh, oh yeah that was a good one that was a really it, good one it was uh just the sheer fact as man you know what I, I actually had to go make a trip to um orlando and i actually drove by drove through statesboro right right along uh where where they had that that siding uh crossing the road and, I, and it just made me think oh man Dude, about you know, middle of the night, you know, in the dark, something across here, 
<laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. So well, anyway, we've all we've yeah. we've always been lucky, you yeah. know, after I mean yeah. yours was over a thousand yards away, you know, and my first sighting was, you know, a, yeah. a good distance away. Some of these people don't get that, man. They just <laughs> run right into them matter of feet away in the middle of the night and oh my god monsters are real <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly um man you know what we'll have to uh um brian who said he, he hiked the appalachian trail right so yeah. re recently I, and i don't know what it is man all of a sudden there's a lot of youtube videos of uh um at trail encounters and like feral people you know, mm -hmm. along the Appalachian Trail and, and stuff like that. Um, maybe it's just because it, uh, this is the uh, time of year where the trail opens up here, you know, in Georgia, where a lot of northbound hikers are, are you know, setting off on their on their goals of hiking the trails. And, you know, mm -hmm. but, man, some of these stories and, and, and you know, we've had guests that, that uh, talked about uh, some sightings up along and, you know, in the, around the Smokies and you know, Tennessee areas, you know, I was like, oh man, but you know, uh, there's plenty of YouTube videos and plenty of stories out there, you know? So it made me think of like, uh, of, uh, you know, world traveler, Mike, you know, I was like, man, I bet you, he oh, yeah. I bet you, he, you know, he probably knows him or has heard some, um, yeah, uh, I believe he's told me a couple from, you know, the Appalachian trail in Georgia. Yeah. There's several stories from people in Georgia on the Appalachian Trail. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, so I wonder if, Brian, you know, like Brian's had any stories, you know, uh, Happy's friend that you said hiked it, you know, so. Yeah. I mean, dude, we can bring him on and just let him. I included a, uh, I did a phone interview with him. So I included that in the video from nice. everything this weekend. So yeah, uh, awesome. you can you can get his story, but I don't know. Maybe he'll want to come on. He yeah. might be joining me when I go out there uh, okay. the next time because he doesn't live that far away. Okay. So if he can get away from work, he might be going out there. So maybe we'll see what if him and I can get together, uh, go out there, see if anything happens, and then have him on. You know, okay. either way, one way or another. Interesting right. guy to talk to anyway. So good deal. All righty, man. Well, thanks. Johnny, and then uh, thank you everyone that's uh, tuned in, and you know, stay tuned. Obviously, for some more uh, more things coming from the team. I think Andy's working up on uh, um, on another person to have uh, on as a guest, you know, for us to interview and hear their story. But um, you know, so this is Captain Joe. Thank you so much, Johnny. Talk to you later. See y'all later. <laughs>